It is Sunday, the 7th of May, 2023, and this is the Sunday Self Saucer with me, Matt Heath. Let's get saucy. Welcome friends, family lovers, ex-lovers and everyone else to the Sunday Self Saucer. I'm Matt Heath and this is a standalone podcast on the Matt and Jerry feed. A deep dive into the subject of my Herald column for the week. Uh, The column comes out every Monday. Get yourself a Herald Premium subscription if you'd like to read that. This week I'm talking about annoying people and things, why we get annoyed, why the state of irritation makes our lives less fun and more dissatisfying, less productive, and how we waste our precious time, energy, and neural capabilities on being annoyed, and how to stop being annoyed, how to fight back. I know I'm pretty annoying to a lot of people. There's no doubt I annoy my ex-wife. Boy, do I annoy her. I've been known to annoy my friends, my family, people who listen to my broadcasting. Often they find it annoying. People I work with that definitely find me annoying, which is ironic because for the longest time, I was the most annoyed person. Despite being really annoying to others, I was the person most likely to be annoyed by other people, inanimate objects, music, movies, popular culture, politics. It all used to really, really annoy me. Then one day I realized I was spending too much of my time annoyed. And I wasn't enjoying it. So I read up on it. I investigated. I talked to neuroscientists from around the world on Zoom calls, such as Ethan Cross. And I went deep into the philosophy of annoyance. And I worked out a way to fight back. And whilst I'd be lying if I said I never get annoyed by things anymore, particularly if I'm hungover, I can get annoyed by nearly anything. But I get annoyed much less now, and I have the tools in place to fight the annoyance should I choose to not be annoyed. Now, before we get stuck into this deep dive into the annoying, we have a little housekeeping to get through. If you'd like, uh, if you feel like liking and subscribing and sending to download and giving us, this, giving us five stars, please do. Also, uh, apologies for the delay in getting out those self-saucer t-shirts. There was an intense run on them at the ACC store, and we completely sold out. We have hundreds more on back order, so I will keep you posted. But right now, let's get self-saucy. The key point around annoyance is people are annoying. That's the truth. People are annoying. They get in our way, 
They share opinions we don't agree with. They make noises that we don't like or are too loud and keep us up at night. They can be illogical. Some people really smell. If you want to experience instant annoyance, then just jump on social media. You'll find someone irritating within seconds of logging on. The question that I am looking at today, or one of the questions I'm looking at, is with so many human interactions so readily accessible to us with the devices in our pockets and online, have we inadvertently created the most annoying period in human history? Is this a particularly annoying time to live? Wherever you are, you have access to the most annoying people in the world. You have algorithms that accentuate the most annoying people in the world. And if you're not careful, you can end up getting no peace at all. Before we look into modern day annoyance, the question needs to be asked, why do we get annoyed? And I read this book by psychologist Robin Kowalski. I think the book was called Complaining and Teasing and Other Behaviours. Complaining, Teasing. I think her book, no, her book was called Annoyance. And then the little bit underneath that was Complaining, Teasing and Other Annoying Behaviours. She explains annoyance like this. It's a signal that something needs to be done. It's a way of communicating that something is interfering with our goals or our preferences. Anytime you get an emotional response, it goads us into action. That's what emotions are for. So what she's saying is from an evolutionary perspective, it makes sense to get annoyed. If there's a mosquito buzzing around in the room, we find that incredibly annoying. But there's a reason for that. That annoyance motivates us to kill the bastard before it gives us malaria. If you get annoyed that the kitchen is dirty and you start complaining to your kids to clean it up or your flatmates or you clean it up yourself, that might be the annoyance inspiring you to clean up and prevent from getting food poisoning. If your dog is misbehaving and that's annoying, it might motivate you to train it. So the annoyance exists to make you take action but the problem with many of our contemporary irritations is their persistence without any resolution we get annoyed and it just simmers away and never gets resolved we never do anything about them as a result we spend much of our lives just annoyed and it's not a fun way to live anger might cause us to explode if you got angry you might explode in such a way that the situation comes to a head For better or worse, it comes to a climax. (laughs) Alternatively, we can spend years annoyed at workmates and never say anything. It's not quite hitting anger us, so we never actually do anything about it. And of course, some scroll endlessly through social media in a state of mild to heavy annoyance. And when you're on social media, you might decide to take an action and post or reply to a comment. That might seem like it's an action, like you're saying something, like you're dealing with the annoyance, but it will never relieve your irritation as there's an infinite supply of annoyance down the pipe. You'll never solve it. And worse than that, when you get off your device, you take that irritation with you. There's a quote I always think of by Friedrich Nietzsche, great German philosopher. If you gaze into the abyss, the abyss gazes also into you. Social media is just gazing into the abyss. And that abyss is gazing back into you. That's a quote on the back end of his famous quote, Battle ye not with monsters, lest ye become a monster, which is 
of course, something else to keep in mind. When you're pesting around on Twitter or Reddit or getting angry at someone's stupid political TikTok post, if we're not careful, we can end up in states of near constant dissatisfaction because of this underlying ambient annoyance. But lucky, ladies and gentlemen, there is an easy fix. There is an easy fix to your annoyance, and I'll tell you what that is when we come back in just a moment with more from the Sunday Self Saucer. Welcome back to the Sunday Self Saucer with Matt Heath. Now, we're talking about annoyance and how it can make your life constantly dissatisfying, but there is an easy fix. It's so easy. You can simply choose not to be annoyed. Most of us are unaware or forget we have this superpower, but the next time you feel irritated, just try try this. Call to mind the words of the great Roman emperor, the philosopher king, Marcus Aurelius, he penned these words to himself to remind himself how to deal with annoyance in his life. And this is what he'd say to himself. You don't have to turn this into something. It doesn't have to upset you. You don't have to turn this into something. It doesn't have to upset you. I was employing this technique just moments before I started recording this podcast, a video of Jared Leto arriving at the Met Gala dressed as Carl Lagerfeld's cat popped up on my screen and I was just about to go into an internal rant about how pretentious Jared Leto is. There's something about him that, there's a phoniness about him that can get under my skin and that stupid cat outfit that he wore really, really annoyed me. But then I remembered, I don't have to care. We have such a limited supply of of time and energy on this planet. Why would I waste any of it on Jared Leto? (laughs) Why Why would I waste a single speck of time or a single drop of neural activity on Jared Leto? Now, you might think, Matt, that's an incredibly trivial example. It's trivial. Illogical political opinions... Much harder to brush off than just Jared Leto in a cat costume. Most of us have to deal with intensely annoying things like, just off the top of my head, partners of friends. Often you'll have a friend, you like that friend. They'll have a partner that is intensely annoying, especially on the white wines. But no matter how serious or in, the, in your face the annoyance is, I believe the same technique will work. You can choose not to turn whatever it is into something if you don't want to. And the process of doing that is very simple. You just concentrate on your annoyance. Just concentrate on that feeling of annoyance. You acknowledge that it exists. You investigate every feeling attached to it. And then you simply tell yourself to move on. I mean, this is based on Dr. Judson Brewer's RAIN technique that he uses to deal with addiction, but you can use it for nearly anything. 
you just have to acknowledge that the annoyance exists. You can't just let it bubble away and not really acknowledge it. And then you have to investigate it. So you have to think about it and, and look into it and feel every feeling that's attached to it. Do you feel it in your feet? Do you feel it in your teeth? And then if you're not going to do anything about it, then just tell yourself to move on. I had a great Zoom conversation with a neuroscientist called Ethan Cross last year, and he has written this life-changing book called Chatter. And he discusses a lot in his book about how we address ourselves internally. And he discovered through his research that we are most successful in dealing with emotions when we use our name and our chatter. You can look at it as if you're giving advice as a friend to yourself. So for example, if I found myself getting annoyed, I might take a second and acknowledge that I'm annoyed, concentrate on the feeling, then tell myself, Maddie, you don't have to turn this into a thing. It doesn't have to upset you. And it works. You're mixing Marcus Aurelius with neuroscientist Ethan Cross, an amalgamation of ideas across 2,000 years, and it, it really works. There's something about the distancing of the telling of yourself by using your name that makes you listen to yourself. So whatever you're annoyed at, if you're not going to go and say anything about it, if you're not going to take active measures to kill the mosquito or the equivalent social mosquito, then just say to yourself, Maddie, you don't have to turn this into a thing. It doesn't have to upset you. And then you can move on. Try it in your relationship when you're getting annoyed with your partner. Some of the most annoying people in the world are the people that you love the most. Just try this technique so you can move on with the rest of your day. Get through that lunch with the person that you love. Get through that holiday, that nice evening that gets ruined with annoyance at each other. Try this technique. And you can get through it. You can just move on from the audience. It doesn't have to be a thing. Bloody try it with workmates. Even try it when you're watching a movie and a part of it annoys you. You can go, look, I'm not going to fixate on this one part of the movie. I'm going to get a bit of Marcus Aurelius involved. I'm going to get a little bit of Ethan Cross involved. And I'm going to move on and enjoy the rest of the movie. And enjoy the rest of the life. God damn it, why wouldn't you? We don't have very long on this planet. Why would you waste your life being annoyed at things you don't have to when you could just find a way to be happy? So to conclude on this annoying rant on annoyingness, it is 2023 and uh, it's not just people and things around us that we have to worry about annoying us. We are being attacked all the time by algorithms set on annoying us for profit and with the advancements in AI, those algorithms are only going to get more powerful because if they annoy you and they get you engaging, they know they can keep you on for longer and sell more ads around you being there. If you're not paying, you are the product, as they say. So we're being bombarded with annoying things, but these annoying things are just aren't people in your family or things you run into. They're from all over the globe, all over the planet. They're just coming in at you constantly. And if you leave this irritation unchecked, it'll lead to a life of discomfort. It's a waste of valuable neural resources that could be used on productive things or 
You could focus them on your family and friends and loved ones and making their lives better. The emotion of annoyance evolved to motivate us to take action, as I've said before, to kill the fly, close the door, delete the app from your phone, whatever, whatever you need to do on the back of this annoyance. If there isn't a sensible action available, then thoroughly recommend trying uh, what I was talking about before. Tell yourself to move on and you will. As the great Marcus Aurelius wrote in Meditations, the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Take control of what you think about. We may live in a time filled with potential annoyance. The good news is we don't have to let it bother us. And that concludes another episode of the Sunday Self Saucer, the normal Matt and Jerry podcast. We're back on Monday with the intro pod and the body of the show pod. But until uh, next Sunday, South Saucer, bless, bless, bless. You seem busy. I'm going to let you go. And hey, give them a taste of Kiwi for me. been listening to the Sunday Self Saucer on the Matt and Jerry podcast feed.